All right, let's start. Let's start. Yeah, here we are. Welcome to Hey Ass Butt. We're Welcome. talking about shitty fucking music. Yeah, yeah we're, talking we're talking about like about... bad cover songs. Yeah, because okay, so here's what happened. <laughs> it was the witching hour. Rolling. And I was in stuff. bed. It was. I was in bed, and I. Was it the witching hour? It wasn't the witching hour. It was like eleven. The it witching was... hour is like three. Hey, it's the witching hour somewhere. It's, it was. <laughs> no, I feel like <laughs> it's the witching hour somewhere. Okay. Um, I feel like it was happening during the day, though. No, it was happening at night. Like I was in bed. I was about to go to bed. I was at you work. You were at though. work. Yeah, you were right about to come home. So it was like ten thirty. Was this on Thursday? Yeah, this was the night that you came in, and instead of me playing Skyrim, I was already in bed. Oh, that's right. And yeah, you were very shocked. I was shocked. Usually, when Travis comes home from work, I'm still awake and like bustling about. But yeah, I woke or up playing at Skyrim. Thirty in the morning to make a pie. Yeah, so. Jesus, that was a good ass. No, that was pie. Friday. Yeah, yeah. So I texted. I texted. We Ben and I have, and Travis and I have a group chat. And I texted. I was like, you know what I fucking hate? Really. Like morose, sad versions of bubbly '80s songs. Yeah, because I was thinking about there's this cover of "I Could Never Take the Place of Your Man" by Prince, mm-hmm. and the original song is very like dee 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 dee. We're happy. I'm not gonna sing the song because that's illegal. Da 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 da. <laughs> and then there, oh, there are all these covers of it that are like, "Ooh, I am sad." I'm thinking about my sadness and you, girl, and they just like miss the point of the song. Well, that's kind of like yeah. uh, like slow, sad versions of Jolene. Yeah, yeah. Because well, Jolene was originally like an angry song. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very like, like fuck you, Jolene. It's about Dolly Parton about some with some ass and yeah. bitch. Yeah. Although I do really like that version that's floating around out on the internet. That's like it's Jolene slowed down to. 33 RPMs. Yeah. It's really cool. I really okay. like that. It can be done. Like, there there are some songs that I think kind of lend themselves to, like... Like Hurt by Nine Inch Nails. Like Hurt by Nine Inch Nails, which the original Hurt is... I, I don't mean, know how to describe it. It sounds like a Taking Back Sunday song. <laughs> the... It sounds like a Nine Inch Nails song, I think is what you mean, my oh, friend. Oh, fuck! <laughs> oh, shit! Ah! I've just displayed my ignorance! <laughs> I don't know anything about mid-2000s. I don't know anything about music between, like, 1970 and 2017. Because yeah. that's when I re-entered listening to music. <laughs> you started in 1970. No, I, start, Travis, I started in 1930. <laughs> Travis is, like, 80 years old. Travis is an elder guy. Yeah. And yeah. All, all he does all day is play Cuphead and listen to Swing You look amazing, by the way. I play the first stage of Cuphead over and over again. What's that what's that fucking uh what's that Greek myth where the dude has to roll the boulder up the cliff? Sisyphus? Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking yeah. Sisyphus, except it's Cuphead. <laughs> There's a certain joy to be found in that, don't you think? I don't know. Yeah, all right. Pretty rocking story. I was story. trying to make a reference to Albert <sighs> And then what's the what's the other dude that gets his liver eaten out? That's um, uh, Prometheus. Yeah, I'm both of those. Okay. Yes. I was going to combine Prometheus. the names, but they already sound like they're combined. Yeah. Yeah. Sisyphus. Wait, that's the name. Exactly. Sisyphus. What's the antithesis of this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to combine two 
rocks. <laughs> and we're going to name those rocks Brock. And then we're going to segue into Pokemon. Cool. Geodude or... Geodude. Wait, what? Yeah, that's a that's a rock type Pokemon in like in Pokemon. Oh yeah, okay. Sorry, yeah. I I segued into Pokemon, but I didn't follow that segue. Yeah, <laughs> I was like at the train station. I was still thinking about something else. I don't you, know. You saw the security officer go past on the segue. Yeah, and, and then you just I was let like, bye bye. Yeah, I was not paying attention to what was happening. Oh shit! Uh, I did that to me. So. I was trying to think, because you're talking about, like, brooding covers, right? Yeah. Like, another uh, example is, um, you know the Robin song, uh, Dancing on My Own? Yeah. Okay. That song is, like, it's a dance single. Yeah. And a lot of covers of that song are, like, yeah, I'm dancing on my own. Hmm. And everything is terrible. It's very sad. Well, that's, like, the thing. Like, I think there's a big movement with covers to be, like, sure, you could just make the song over again yeah there there's this whole thing to try to like make it original again like revamp yeah. it yeah which sometimes yeah. it works really well i just think there's something and then sometimes it does not sometimes it just eats shit yeah yeah well there's also um there's the cover of girls just want to have fun that's very like morose what there's a cover of girls just want to have fun and it's sung by a guy mm. i actually think if i had to name all of, like if I had to list my top ten like least favorite covers, yeah, Faith would be at number one. Faith by uh, Limp Bizkit. Oh, all right. First off, wait, George Michael's yeah. Faith. Yes, by Limp Bizkit. Yes, <sighs> that one's fun though. It is not. Whoa, it's fun. I've just learned something about yeah, Ben. I like Limp Bizkit. You, you can like Limp Biscuit, but that cover is like real bad. Two other dudes that live in Canada are still really <laughs> yeah. into Biscuit. And Will Weiniger. <laughs> and Will Weiniger, apparently. <laughs> oh, don't don't say bad things about Will. Not when he's not here to defend himself. Um, that is okay, look. I don't know much about Limp Biscuit's oeuvre, alright? <laughs> but don't sit here and tell me that. That faith no. is a good cover because it I'm is not, not. I'm not saying it's better than than the original. It's definitely not better than the original. I'm I would s- say it has no worth at all. I'm saying it's fun. Is all I'm saying. I, you know how things can be like bad, but they're still fun. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like how we do Colonoscopies. this show. <laughs> uh, this show. Um, Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Bill and Ted's yeah. bogus. The room. I get yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So Getting bad. eaten alive slowly by trolls. It makes sense, but yeah. cool. I disagree. That's fine. That's the thing. That's fine, man. What's le- what's up? What else is on your list? On my list, um, the Christian version of Hallelujah. Oh, uh, which which Christian version? Both of them. both of them at okay. the same spot. Here's backstory to this: <laughs> Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen is one of my favorite songs. Mm. Every time I listen to it, I get chills, and it is overplayed. That is a lot of times. Yeah. Um. There are two, not one, but two Christian versions of Hallelujah, where they took the tune and they rewrote the lyrics to shoehorn in the story of Christ. Yeah, you mean how the Bible is written and how Christians treat everything else? Hey, here's the thing. I have so there's no... one. There's one about Christmas. Yes, and, and then there's, there's an one Easter, about Easter one. And one of the lines is, um, "You didn't." 
you're doing this to me, Father. Do it, hold on. I'm gonna have to look it up because it's so bad. I think even if I try to recreate it, it would be better than. Do you think we could fit the plot of Jesus Christ Superstar into the format of Hallelujah? Let's do it. Probably. <laughs> it starts out with Judas Iscariot singing a really cool song. Okay. Um. Um. From the grave. One of the lines is, he said, did you forget me, Father, did you? Which is so, like, it doesn't fit. There's just something about Christian music that's always so on the nose. Here's, okay, here's the thing. It's like, the Bible is filled with metaphors and... And, and really beautiful and language. Real, and language and stuff like that. And then just, modern Christianity is just the antithesis of that. Well, I think a lot of modern Christian music... Because there are, there is a lot of like older Christian music that's really beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. gospels and spirituals, and then also Johnny Cash wrote a lot of like, yeah, definitely not necessarily I would say Christian, but definitely inspired by the Bible. Absolutely, yeah. or yeah, like, cut you down. Yeah. Um, well, and like religion, uh, specifically like Christianity in Europe, like religion was always a big proponent of the arts. Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of really, really wonderful Christian music. There really is. However. Most of what you find on, like, contemporary Christian music channels on the radio yeah. are all, like... It's also blatant. They're bland. And bland, There's yeah. no danger to them. There's no salt and pepper. There's no salt and pepper. It's just, like, There's potatoes. No salt. The only salt and pepper is in that youth leader's hair. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey, man, I see you brought a guitar. Mind if I Ooh. tickle a little bit? Oh, man, if you grew up a Christian in the South... Or anywhere, for that matter. <clears throat> you uh, you know what that's about. <laughs> yep. I see you brought in my favorite instrument. What if we sing a couple of songs to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Yeah. You see this tattoo? It's from my past, but I still keep it to remind me of what I used to be. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. There's actually, occasionally I'll be listening to a band, and then I'll stop, and I'll pause, and I'll be like, wait a minute. Yeah. Is this a Jesus song? Uh, everyone had that moment with Flyleaf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or like a... Switchfoot. Save Me. Yeah, Switchfoot. Actually, Switch I think Switchfoot's yeah. a legitimately really good band. They had that one good like that one good single that came out whenever it did. I oh, enjoyed yeah. that song. Yeah. That was the one song I heard. In I like lights. Awakening, which I think you're talking about. A di- they had like two singles that made it into the mainstream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really liked Awakening. I yeah. remember... Um, No, whenever somebody would whip out a guitar when I was in when I was in high school, I dare I was, you to move. That was the other one. Yeah, that was the song. Yeah, dare you yeah. to move. I would always be like, oh damn. Anyway, here's me blowing my brains onto the wall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Anyways, here's Wonderwall. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, I think that um, there is a lot of really good like. I think that it, that just doesn't get a lot of play. Like, there's this band I really like called a uh, Daniel. Uh, Damien Samoy and the Minor Prophets, Ooh. and they do like very religious music. Yeah, but it's a lot subtler than mm. a lot of like the more like mainstream. I think stuff that gets like Christian I, top forty. Yeah, I feel like the thought with the with like the Christian top forty and the this um, secular music like that, where it's. I feel like they feel like it has to be on the nose enough for so everyone can get it. Yeah. And if they use too many metaphors and stuff, then the meaning will get lost. Yeah. Because they're fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, I think I like 
I'm sorry to be that harsh, but yeah. But I think that um, I think that the music's very dumbed down. Yeah. But and I think that's kind of most pop music. But I think that at least with secular pop music, they get to talk about fun stuff. Non-secular Like pop drugs music. and sex. Yeah, exactly. Like, non-secular pop music, or secular pop music, mm. excuse me, gets to talk about, like, sex and relationships and things other than somebody's personal relationship to God. Wait, yeah. do, do we have these definitions mixed up? Which Wait, defini- definition? No, secular, secular is, like, non-Christian. Yeah. Non secular is like religious. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had it mixed up. Yeah, because this is like this is kind of like a. If I have a sore spot when it comes to music, it's Christian music, because I went to a Christian high school, and every Friday, we would have chapel schedule. Oh, where we would have a little church service, and we had a little band. They were all right. But we would have to listen to something off of the Christian Top 40 mm-hmm. because no one owns the songs. They're all shared so everyone can play them. There was one original tune that I think it was when I was a freshman in high school that the band then played. It's like It went like a, I like, bana- I like a papayas, bananas are sweet. And then it went on like the, like the same kind of like a uh, poetic, like bouncing between couplets to be like, God's love is sweet too, or some way. Mm-hmm. And that was, it was a sweet song. Mm-hmm. I mean that both as a pun as actually liking the song. Yeah. But that was the one song in my five years at that school that I was like, okay, that's okay. Yeah. Everything else was just a little much. Yeah. A little much. Yeah. Yeah, and I I played bass for church organizations so for like know. six years. You understand that? So I know I know all about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just was very religious. And I will say this. (laughs) I'm going to say this. When I was very religious, I would 1,000% prefer to go to a traditional service, which, as you don't know, traditional services are like, you have to wear the dress and and the wooden pews, and you've got the preacher in the robes, and the only music is organ music. Yeah. Like, I would have 100% preferred to go to that service than a contemporary one. And it was, a lot of it was because of the music. Because I thought the music at the traditional service was just so beautiful. Mm. Even though it was the entire, you know, congregation singing it out very warbly. Yeah. If that makes sense. But with the acoustics of a church, it kind of bangs it together kind of. Oh, yeah. yeah. In like Like, a weird way, it came together. And then the organ behind it was always really pleasant. Yes. And the, you know, there was a piano also, and that was really nice. And I think that that, that music, even though it is a lot of like, come on, ye Christian soldiers, or like, yeah. you know, it, not any more subtle than the um, contemporary Christian music that we hear today on Top 40, but at least the music behind it was really beautiful. Even yeah. though lyrics weren't nothing to, you know, talk, bring home to, yeah. talk about at home, the, the music behind it was really lovely, whereas I think the instrumentality on the more contemporary Christian's it's boring. It's and boring. It, I mean, that's just kind of how pop music has gone. It's right. just gotten more four boring. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, I feel like uh, EDM and stuff has brought in more life into modern music. I because agree. there's more uh, 
There's more effects and there's more effects and, and samples and and mm-hmm. all this. You can put so much more intricacies into electronic music like that versus if you are just a band with a drummer and a bassist and a guitar player. Well, and I will say this: I actually listened to some Christian EDM the other day, and it was a thousand times better than like contemporary Christian rock. Okay, okay. two things. <laughs> I didn't know that was. A I, yeah, I didn't know that Christian EDM was a thing yet. Spotify has playlists for it. I'll send you guys some. <laughs> No. Uh, second thing. <laughs> Fair enough. Second thing is, yeah, that makes sense to me. Like, yeah. EDM just generally has more uh, going on in it mm-hmm. than uh, than like rock and modern rock music right now. Yeah, I will agree with you on that. Yeah, but sometimes it's too much. Sometimes, sometimes it's too much. You got to find yeah. the sweet spot, right? Exactly. Like the chain smokers are the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. But like, also, I like closer. So. There's a balance. Yeah. Fun, right? Fun fact, I've never listened to the Chainsmokers. Yeah, I've never listened to the Chainsmokers. Either. All right. Well, I actually listen to a lot of pop radio, so. I actually really do like pop music. Like, people are like, like, I have, you know, I'm, I tell this joke about how I, of my friends, have the worst taste in music um, because you all do. of my cool, wow, okay. <laughs> Shots Well, don't agree so quickly, Travis. Goddamn. I got to call 911 on that. Yeah, because I'm fucking dead. <laughs> Travis murdered me. I'm pulling up a, a list of burn units at the moment. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But I do like, I feel like my taste in music is very pedestrian. And I have a lot of friends who were like, yeah, my favorite band, they took a sabbatical for 30 years and then came back and wrote the most amazing album of all time. We all know who you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking about all of you motherfuckers. Yeah. You all ruined my t- taste. No. Um, and that's cool, and I like those bands too, but I also am just like, yeah, fuck, have you heard the newest Ariana Grande song? She speaks to my soul. What I'm saying is I love the Lady Gaga's new album, and I will not apologize for it, alright? Yeah, I will not apologize, good. okay? You do, you do you. Beyonce is amazing, and nothing is going to change that. Alright, see, I've... See, it's... I'll, I'll attribute... Or, Compared to the console wars, I spent several years like fighting between PlayStation and Xbox. I mm-hmm. spent several years fighting between pop, metal, and punk and shit. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh yeah, there's it's not worth fighting about. Yeah, there's yeah. no point. Yeah, there's well, really also no because point. like pop's never going to not be pop. Yeah. Pop, by definition, is what's popular at the time. Right. Yeah. Like ten years ago, pop music didn't sound like the Chainsmokers. Pop no, music, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, 10 years ago was 2007. Yeah, pop music in 2007 was fucking Buck Cherry's Crazy Bitch. Yeah. Which was also a fun song. (laughs) I actually... Why do you do the things you do, Ben? No joke. There was one day at work where we we were talking about this exact thing, and I pulled up. Like, I started thinking about the song Crazy Bitch by Buck Cherry. And I pulled up. I searched in my Apple Music, like... Buck Terry, and it was like uh, hard rock, uh, uh, hard rock of the 2000s hits. And I was like, oh fucking shit, here we go. It's classic yeah. rock. And the very first song was that Papa Roach song that's like, oh God. Scars? Yeah. yeah. Oh God. <laughs> okay, but seriously, back in 2000, like if I'm like thinking about 16 year old Ari, all right, and the music that 16 year old Ari listened to. Did it you was listen a, to the fray? No. I did. Okay. Well, live your life, follow your dreams. Mm. Uh, it was a lot of like 
Velvet Underground and David Bowie and uh, Beatles and Rolling Stones and oh my god, I had huge, huge, huge fan of um, uh, Bob Dylan, mm. right, and Janis Joplin yeah. on one end of the spectrum, and then on the other end of the spectrum, a whole lot of pop punk. Yeah. I was just drowning in Fallout Boy. Oh, yeah. And, I've got that pocket of pop punk. Yeah. Coheed and Cambria and Taking Back Sunday. Everyone mm. born between like maybe 85 to about 98. I'd say, yeah. 85 yeah. to 98 is that like pop punk generation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are we called? The PPs? The PPs. The PPs. Because I can get behind that because like a 16 year old me was listening to System of a Down, The yeah. Doors. I listen uh, to System of the Down mostly in middle school. I I can I never and I never have and never will be able to be able to listen to System of the Down. Is it, is you it know what? Of how That's it's, fine because it's ugly music. It is, but it's fucking fun. It's that. mostly because of what's his face's voice. Oh, Serge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly his voice. That's what he sounds like. No offense, Serge. What's Please don't come and kill me. He's not gonna come. <laughs> no, I know he's yeah. not, but he kind of looks like he would. No, Darren no, would. that dude with the fucking twirly beard would. Shavo barely talks, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. but Darren would probably come and kill you because he spent time in a psych ward. Mm. Uh, okay, all right, well, <laughs> but no, uh, let's move away from this if, topic then. No, let's continue with this. Uh, did you ever, <laughs> did, you, did you ever listen to the Deftones? so okay they were in that same kind of vein of like a not oh i also listened to like the ramones and i remember when guitar hero one came like, out that's how it got yeah. into fuck this, you i'm not no i'm not i'm not fucking with you what that's are you a, some sort of poser that's how no, it got I, don't, into, I hate that i'm sorry that's how it got into the ramones man. i'm sorry I'm that's sorry. danzig yeah. yeah yeah i was super into um yeah, misfits how, and danzig that's how i heard of the, the song fucking mother yeah yeah Fucking! I think that was Guitar Hero two. Yeah. Um. I think. I actually yeah. got into AFI through Guitar Hero. I believe. Yeah, that. yeah. Miss Murder on Guitar Hero yeah. three. Yeah. That was fucking lit. That album yeah. is fucking great. It is a good album. Yeah. And like, there was one Can year. Can I get the disco I was super into too? There was one year where my friend Emmy and I were going to a convention in Atlanta, and we fucking jammed out to whatever. Um, we listened to the whole album. But the very first song we li- like, we just had it on shuffle because it was on our iPod or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the very first song we listened to was the My Chemical Romance song. It was like, no, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The their latest or the last album. Yeah, they it, did. Was, it was the last album. Yeah, Cause, I because she had made a she had made one of the coats. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had made one of the outfits for somebody, and that's one of the reasons we were going there was to give it to them. Was the Black Parade their last album? No, no it was the one after that. Okay. I don't remember what it's called, but it had the Na 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 song on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Parade, last album by MCR that I listened to. Oh, I wow. used, I think I still own that album, actually. It's fucking yeah. good. It is, and I will fight anyone who says otherwise. That and American Idiot, fantastic album. That was actually the very first CD I bought. American really? Idiot? I bought two CDs at once, American Idiot and hmm. Bowling for Soup. Which Bowling for Soup? Um, 
The one with 1985. The on one it. with 1985. Yeah. Did, I think did, that also have yes, the, yes. did that also have the cover of I'll Melt the World, I'll Stop the World, and Melt with You? No, that was on their movie. They did like a whole album of movie song yeah. covers, oh, and that okay. was on that. I loved that cover. Yeah. Bowling for Soup goes to the movies. Yes, that's okay. what it's called. Bowling for Soup, one of those bands I know too much about. Yeah. I actually, I think I could sing, like, if you started playing that album, I could sing along with the entire album. Damn. Including the hidden track. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's I listen to that CD a lot. That was the very first, like with my own money, like that I yeah. earned, babysitting. So I was, uh, yeah, yeah, I was very into both of those. The first, like, what do you remember the first album that you got as a gift? Um, no. Well, actually, I don't, but I can tell you it was probably a musical soundtrack. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the greatest musical gifts I ever received was uh, my uncle knew somebody that used to work at a radio station or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he gave me this hard drive that I still have. And it had every pop hit and album. (laughs) Like, every pop hit from 1955 to 2005. Damn! Every Billboard Top 40 list from those years, Mm -hmm. plus the albums that accompanied those songs. Wow! Yeah. Shit. That is a lot of it songs. Is, it's like 200 gigs worth of music. Damn. Fucking that's hell. also a lot of very bad music. Uh, there, there's some good and some bad in there. Yeah. We always like romanticize like, oh, movie songs in the 60s were just better than songs today. Eh. But here's the thing. That's not true. No, it's not. There was a lot of garbage in the 60s, and that's what played on the radio. Yep. Yeah. We just remember the good stuff. It's the same way today. Yeah. Like, they'll play some classic stuff that's awesome. Yeah. But they'll have to play top 40 shit that's garbage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, So you like, in, you know, 45 years, are we going to remember the Chainsmokers? God, I hope not. Except for the song Closer, which I do legitimately (laughs) really like. It's just so sweet. I don't know what to tell you. I've never heard it. Do you remember the first album you got as a gift? I'll play it later. The first album I got as a gift? Yeah. Or bought it, bar with your own money. Either one's fine. God, I don't know. I'll tell you mine while you're thinking. Let me pull up my entire music library that's on this computer that we're recording on. <laughs> <laughs> I, got- uh, I can't remember the first one that I ever like bought on my own or got as a gift, but one that I bought... One that I bought on my own that did leave a lasting impact on me mm-hmm. was uh, the first album by a pump pop punk band called 1997 called a better view of the rising moon shit well i bought both of their albums that were out at the same time there was a uh, better view of the rising moon and on the run mm. and uh that those both of those albums actually all three of their albums now i could sing along to every single song on that album that's awesome yeah Go. What are yours, Ben? The first one, and then I, I have a question I want to ask. The first one I got as a gift, or the very first one I got as a gift that I remember, uh, because I would steal CDs from my sister and listen to them in my right. room. Which first was uh, "Drunk Enough to Dance" by Bowling for Soup. Nice. And the first I got as a gift, I don't remember who gave it to me, but it was the Three Doors Down uh, record with Kryptonite. With Kryptonite on it. On oh it? my yes. gosh! But the first album I ever bought with my own money mm-hmm. was the Papa Roach album. <sighs> With Last Resort on it. At like, a, the, at like a CD exchange kind of store. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I want to re- retroactively answer in that <laughs> my mom, like, 
I, I, for a long time, I didn't understand the concept of an album. I only knew about like singles and stuff like that because sure. my mom would use Napster Ooh. and make Ooh. and make me and my sister mix CDs. Aww. Okay, that that's sweet. And one of the first mix CDs, one of the first mix CDs she made for me had uh, Smash Mouth's All Star. That's great. Aww. It had um, Steal My Sunshine by Len. Aww. Uh, it had oh, what else did it have on it? It had the um, I think it was also the Smash Mouth cover of uh, Now I'm a Believer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it had. Um, I can't remember the name of the group, but it had Pump Up the Jam on it. And it had a couple other, like, I think it had a couple of uh, B-52 songs on it, too. Oh, yeah. Like so those, like, hey, these kid, these were in the movies you just saw. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. To have fun. It was like, hey, these are, uh, some of these were in Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> some of these were in Shrek. Some B-52 songs were in the fucking Jimmy Neutron movie. All right, yeah, have a good yeah. life. I don't know if that's true about Jimmy Neutron, but it, it sounds it like it be. should be. Honestly, Jimmy Neutron is such a fever dream. You could say anything <laughs> really about is. it, and it might be true. Hey, you know they did the chicken dance to attract a chicken to eat everybody, right? <laughs> yeah. They did the goddamn chicken dance. Did you know that Bowling for Soup played the theme song? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, they did the Jimmy Neutron theme song. Whoa, we're bringing it back in a circle. But then yeah. I have to ask this question. How the fuck did Jimmy Neutron happen? Like, seriously, what <laughs> I, happened? Okay, I have no clue. All right, first Does anyone off, know? This has been on my Instagram for the past, like, three days. Oh, but you, you guys know who Post Malone is, right? Yeah. yeah. I love that dude. Uh, anyway, I have so. very platonic feelings for him. <laughs> Casual so, platonic feelings. Somebody has put, like, they, people have been posting uh, roast jokes about him in his YouTube feed or whatever. Oh, yeah. Good. And somebody said he looked like Bulby, or he looked like Bobby from Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> and he starts going on, he starts going on like not really a tirade because he's probably high. Yeah, and he goes, he's way too chill to be on a tirade. Bobby wasn't on Jimmy Neutron. Bulby was, and I look nothing like Bulby, but he was a funny motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jimmy Neutron, weird fucking show. Yeah. Because it started out because I think the movie came out. first. The movie came out first, and that and then launched the series. the series for Nickelodeon. So the. Movie, the series started out with the full knowledge that aliens existed yeah. and that Jimmy, the main character of the show, had accidentally gotten everybody in the world's parents kidnapped and then they had to go save them from aliens. I remember this movie scarily well. Yeah. And that's how the show started, which I feel like is like an awesome and yet crazy place to start the show yeah. that they then did nothing with. Well, I mean, that's because back, that, back then nothing was like... We didn't have these big overarching stories. Right. Like we do in Adventure Time now. wasn't out yet. So. Yeah. And uh, so it was all very episodic, really very week to week. Like yeah. every yeah. every situation was resolved within the episode. So I think... it doesn't. So the first, the Jimmy Neutron movie is just a feature. A length. 90 minute episode. It's a 90 minute episode. Just like the first episode of Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Which did not, it didn't go on theaters, it was a made-for-TV movie, but it, and was, it was technically fantastic. the opening movie for Foster's Home for Imaginary right. Friends. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Although I will say this, I will also say this. I think they did come back to Aliens later, actually, now that I'm thinking about I mean, the chance television they show. Probably could have. Yeah. Like I said, it was so much of a fever dream that anything you say about it might be true. I just wanted to say that because I didn't want to get letters <laughs> from, like, the diehard Jimmy Neutron fan base, the fandom. still out there. Yeah. 
His look, his hair didn't look like an ice cream scoop. It was clearly a pompadour. Okay. Um, that was my impression of a Jimmy Neutron fan. Did y'all ever watch the Cat and Dog movie? Or the Cat Dog movie? Cat, no. I watched the Cat Dog show. I never really liked Cat Dog. Here's the thing. I was always fascinated by how they poop. <laughs> and how they vomit. Like, yeah. did Cat, did the cat throw up the dog's poop? They explained that in the movie. What? Travis, we have to go get this movie now. I will say this. I haven't seen this since I was like eight or nine. All right. Or maybe a little bit older. But no, I think they they cover uh, how they poop and what their parents are. Oh, my God. Thank you. So many questions answered. Yeah. Yes. I think the reason why I wasn't as into Cat Dog as I was into the other shows is because they, they were such an affront to God that I just didn't. That's why yeah. I like An affront to nature, See, you know, like, and everything good in this world. Because Nickelodeon shows when I was a kid or when, when we were kids. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be weird as fuck. I wasn't a child yeah, when see, you were there, a kid. I was a I was a god. There was a lot of those <laughs> There was a lot of those Nickelodeon shows where I like I knew about them and I would watch them if there was nothing else on Cartoon Network. Right. The Nickelodeon shows. Yeah. I, yeah, I will say this. I think Cartoon Network when we were kids was like top tier. Yes, yeah. amazing. And yeah. then I think Disney Channel also had some good shows, but I think the animation wasn't very good. Mm. Yeah. Whereas Cartoon Network had like Good story and good animation. Yeah. Did y'all ever watch Whatever Happened to Robot Jones on Cartoon yes. Network? Yes. This shit was the... Man. But then I think that, like... Nickelodeon had some good shows. They had Fairly Odd Parents mm-hmm. and the Danny first, Phantom. Yeah, the first four seasons of Spongebob. Yeah. Spongebob. Uh, Kablam. Kablam. Um, what's the one? Uh, the Wild Thornberries. That was yeah. fun, too. Yeah. Yeah, that show is actually why I was allowed to watch. Uh, Nickelodeon. Sh- why, why I was allowed to watch oh. Nickelodeon. I'm thinking, like, staring off, trying to remember more, uh, more Nickelodeon. Because shows. I wasn't allowed to watch uh, Rugrats when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, because, and this is really the reason why, their heads were shaped weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. I believe it. Yeah. My mom was like, she saw the art for the show and was like, Mm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> my my mom wouldn't let me watch like Angry Beavers or uh, why ah Real Monsters. It was, like, it was angry. Both it was fantastic. Angry Beavers and um, ah Real Monsters is really great. Not yeah. Ren and Stimpy, but the other one. Oh, I understand why I would. I wouldn't let a child watch Ren and Stimpy. No, hell no. But the the one that's not Ren and Stimpy, Rocco's Martin Life. Oh, like oh. those those were on back to back, and my mom was like, mm, "Don't watch those." Yeah. Rocco, I was like, okay. Rocco's one of the few early, when I say early Nickelodeon, I mean like when I was little. Yeah. I would put above a few more, uh, above a few Cartoon Network shows. Uh, Rocco is fucking great. Mm-hmm. And it's coming back. Yeah. I'm I was excited. allowed to watch um, Rocco's Modern Life, but I wasn't allowed to watch Cow and Chicken. I believe that. Where is see, the logic like, there? All right. Did you ever see the? Did you did you ever go back and watch some episodes? Yeah, I've seen Cow and Chicken. Cow and Chicken's fucked up. Yes, yeah. it is. It's very fucked up. Did Satan's ever, in it. It's very strange. No, yeah. the, the best. They uh, eat butts. Yeah, everybody they has a butt. Literally eat ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's where the turnip greens joke came from. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but no, did you ever see the episode where they show the, like a full picture of the mom and dad? Yes. They're just legs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I, uh, but I was allowed, I was allowed to start watching Nicktoons because my dad really loved the wild thornberries. Nice. So he was watching them. So I would watch it with him. Yeah. Um, he was also a huge fan of Avatar, the last airbender. That show has a very special place in my heart, mm-hmm. but that came out. 
think it was 14 when the original series came out. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I don't have any sweet uh, stories about watching cartoons with my dad because uh, my dad hates cartoons. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. It's fine. I want to go back to music real quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah, all right. I want to sidestep that minefield. That is your childhood. And let's go back to music because right. I've been thinking about this. Have you ever heard a song from a band or, you know, musician group or whatever? Yes. And then like, oh my God, this song is amazing. I love it. I want to check out the other shit that they do. And uh, then you check out the other shit that they do and you're like, nothing is as good as this one song. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, good. That happens to me all the time. Like yeah. with Chainsmokers. Yeah, the Chainsmokers. Or um, I really like... Uh, the song Complicated Creation by Cloud Cult. Wait, I'm going to have to look up that name. You lost me. I've got no idea who that is. Well, you don't do have under- to know. I understand the concept, though, because. Uh, yeah, do you guys have any, like, suggestions? Yeah, Mungo Jerry. Uh, oh, yeah. In the in Summertime? The summertime? Mm-hmm. That's an excellent song. I haven't never tried to go back to listen to any of their, of their music because. Real. Cloud Cult, yeah. So mm. Complicated Creation by Cloud Cult is really excellent. And I almost accidentally played it, so I was like, huh, huh. <laughs> uh, <coughs> uh, But I fixed it. But that's a really excellent song. And they have a couple of other, like, like I think um, one of their songs, uh, You Were Born, ended up in, like, a How I Met Your Mother episode. But nothing oh, yeah. else they've ever written I like as much. See, that kind of happened with me with uh, Sky Hill. Yeah. Like... Especially listening down to the whole album, like yeah. Hands on the Water and Black and White are really good, and then it mm. just kind of peters out. That's why I think, like, I know iTunes and, like, the whole How We Buy Music, that's really changed and, like, shook the music industry. Oh, yeah. absolutely. But I really do think that it's saved us as consumers, because used to, you'd have to buy an entire fucking album to realize you only liked one song off that oh, album. absolutely. And you just wasted $14, and now you can buy, like, one song, one ninety nine, mm. done. And now with like streaming music, you can listen to a whole album and then decide if you want to buy it. And then decide if you want to or buy never it. buy it. And yeah. then or just get the one song from the album. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Technology is amazing. Yeah. Technology has saved our lives. You can totally fuck robots now. Yeah, you can. Thank God. <laughs> no, they're working on that. They're coming out, man. Yeah, they're because here. I mean, you can already fuck robots. It's which just thank God. Really I mean, difficult. sure, some people would be worried about global warming and cancer, but. We have to answer the real questions. When are we going to get to fuck robots? The, the, the answer to, to that question was like, what, four years ago? Yeah. yeah. Here's the question. Is a fleshlight a robot? No. No. Unless it's attached to a robot, then it's a robot with a fleshlight. Yeah, okay. with a fleshlight attachment. All right. Fair, mm-hmm. enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Travis and I fucking got the answer to that question. We high-fived in honor of it. Yeah. Damn. We fucking um, know. Somebody else is a one-hit wonder because those fucking exist. Yeah, they absolutely do. Because rap rock is very much an acquired taste. Okay. <laughs> I don't like where you're going with this. You're not <sighs> going to. Where are we but going? continue. The band Lit. <laughs> okay. I didn't they, like where you're going with this. <laughs> they put out, continue. They put, <laughs> they, they put out a new record. Okay. Oh, God. Kinda I don't rec- like where you're going with this, <laughs> but continue. Kind of recently. And it's they have a sequel to their song "My Own Worst Enemy." No. Okay. Called another drink. It's pretty good. It's fun. 
Uh, everything. Okay. El- <laughs> everything else on the record fucking blows. Okay. Because it's very much carbon copy cliche rap rock bullshit. Ben, do you or not Ben? Travis. Travis. I told you, Travis. They keep fucking. Uh, Travis, do you ever hear Ben say it's not good? Okay, it's fun, fun and then it. like. <laughs> The pit of your stomach sinks, <laughs> yeah. and you like get sad, and you're like, okay. you just kind of look at him. <laughs> it's bad, but Ben likes it. But yeah. Ben likes it. Yeah, no, like, we all have things like that. Like I love a lot of things. Yeah, and sure. to love things, I think you have to understand why people don't like them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I like I don't believe in the concept of guilty pleasures. Like I if do. You, if you're gonna like something, and then you like it. Don't feel guilty about it, yeah. unless it's like illegal think, to like it, like Limp Biscuit and Lit. Okay, yeah. here's the thing. I think I think people. I think when people say that, they take the concept of a guilty pleasure too far. Because to me, when I say guilty pleasure, literally, I mean it is a thing that I like, despite the fact that intellectually I know it is bad. Right. Yeah. Right. So, like, I enjoy the Wachowskis Speed Racer movie. The live action movie. Wasn't I mean, that, it's, wasn't that critically acclaimed? No, no. Oh, okay. I mean, it's critically acclaimed by me. Hey, <laughs> it's a fun movie. It is a fun movie. It is dumb. It is not pleasing to look at. I think I understand that stomach pit feeling. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yes, you get it now. Yes. that's how I feel whenever you talk. Hey, uh, uh, but the but the point is, is that like I know intellectually, like that is bad. I don't feel guilty about the fact that I enjoy Speed Racer. Racer you should. Right? Um, because I didn't go see that in theaters, and I feel like it's a very important distinction, right? Yeah, yeah. you didn't spend money on it. I'm no, yeah, that. I didn't. Uh, uh, well, I did rent it, but... Going back to Lit for a second. All right. All right. I like where this is going. So I, I've i done, yeah, like, almost every kind of performance thing you can do. I've done theater, music, this, comedy, st- stuff. So for a while, I was, like, really into, like, playing guitar and bass and stuff like that. And uh, there's a website very common for, like, guitar players and, like, pop musicians, rock musicians to go to is ultimateguitar.com. Yep. Find, find some tra- tabs, transcriptions, whatever. It's user-generated content. really good. They've been doing a, a really good thing for a long time. But. 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 My first but. and only <laughs> contribution to this website. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is a chord sheet. To the song "My Own Worst Enemy" by Lit, <laughs> and it has Je ne sais pas. and it has multiple five star ratings. Re- oh, oh, really? Yeah, hell yeah, man! And you could that's cool. You could go onto ultimateguitar.com right now and find it <laughs> and rate it five stars. It'd be great. What a fair <laughs> way to start. But like, not talking. O- not only can you do that, but you can go back and see one of the very first internet usernames I ever did. So I'm going to put it on my listeners. Go try to figure it out. <laughs> Do you want to write it down so we could guess it? No. I mean, like, while we're not recording. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll let you guys know later. Ooh, no, I want to look at it. We get to know. I want to look secrets. at it and guess. Oh, oh, yeah. I'll bring up the website and I'll let you guys guess which one it is. Yeah. I mean, the, I don't want to shock you. Handle that bombshell. But okay. there's not many core transcriptions <laughs> of my own worst enemy, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Which is why I did it because at the time, I was in like high school. I was like 14 years old. It was like 2009. There were none. Yeah. There was uh, there were uh, there was a tab for like the solo that was in it. Yeah. But at the time, there were no chord lead sheets for my own worst enemy by Lit, and I felt like I had to do my part. I keep for forgetting the that you're like an actual baby, and I. <laughs> 
am 106 years old because I graduated in 2009. Yeah, 2009. So you were 14 in 2009. I am older than you than I originally thought. In 2009, I just finished my freshman year in high school. Okay, sure. Yeah. Sure you did. Which also, I was young for my class, too. Like, I was one of the youngest people in my class. Okay, all right. I graduated, All right. graduated in 2010. Okay. See? Yeah. I graduated in 2011. So we're like bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang, boom. I'm the bing. He's the bang. You're the boom. This oh, wait. No. Bing, bang, boom. Is this Hang a on. weird version of fuck, Mary kill? <laughs> I think I got... I was thinking more of like an infomercial. Bing, bang, boom. And your pasta is done. I think I got my... Years mixed up. What year did Obama get elected the first time? 2008. That was my freshman year of high school. Yeah, okay. That, that, Thank that, you. That Thank you. That adds up. Yes. Okay. It all comes together Sorry, now. Yeah. I spent three years in high school somehow. Yeah. yeah. I was really good. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about infomercials that are just like, isn't cracking an egg the worst thing anybody has about their day? <laughs> yeah. I want to go up to the people who write those and be like, you know, war happens, right? <laughs> like war and famine. Disease. Hey man, they're marketing the people that are death. not not aware. The, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of infomercials, uh, I was watching the Alabama Tennessee game yesterday, and Tennessee has Who a won? player. Alabama. <gasps> Spoiler alert! But oh no, my god, kidding, Tennessee on. has a player. Anytime you say I was watching the so and so in Alabama game, always assume Alabama won. <laughs> I don't like to <laughs> unless uh, unless it was a fucking playoff game. Tennessee has a player. His name is Shamburger. Oh, cute name. I kept calling him Shamwell. <laughs> Shamwell. Like, is that all one name? Shamburger? Yeah, Shamburger. Oh, no God. hyphen or anything. Shamburger, last name, greatest. S H A M B U R G E R. All right. Well, and on that note. I took an order for somebody named King Arthur today. Aww. I mean, it was last name King, first name Arthur, but still. Hey. He came up as King Arthur. That and... man is our monarch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he owns a very fancy sword, and he will cut you down. Yeah, you're right. All right. Well, on that note, all right. Huh? I got ben one, more, one note. more note. Oh, my God. Have you guys seen the trailer for the new Will Smith movie on Netflix? No, no. I have not. All right. It's oh, like, wait. Yes, I have. The thing, it's like a mix. Be- I thought it was Bad Boys 3 for a second. Yeah, but it's like a the- fantasy world. I'm yeah. so excited because I love urban fantasy. It looks like he's waving around Excalibur at one point. Yes, oh. I'm in. Yeah. I'm. Mm, you had me at Excalibur. And on that bombshell. Excalibur. And on that bombshell. I don't even know her. Guys. The episode that we're watching today is called Nightmare. Nightmare. Travis. What's it about? What do you think it's about? Sam and Dean. Okay. Probably, yes. Get an Airbnb. <laughs> okay. And they sleep. Did those exist in 2005? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Dean get an Airbnb. Okay. They get in the bed. Because there's only, the Airbnb lied and is like, oh yeah, there's ten beds here. But there's only one because it was a typo. And so they had to get in the same bed, which is a full-size bed. So it's very awkward. And it turns out the bed is haunted. And it gives them nightmares (laughs) about them. (laughs) Is this... Is this Ghost Bed, the bed that eats people? Okay, so I'm thinking, so you're thinking about Ghost Bed, the bed that eats people. I'm thinking I've read this fan fiction. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I didn't realize that Travis was on AO3, but here we are. Gives them nightmares Uh about when they both 
had to eat some pretty terrible soggy cereal. That is pretty. That's a pretty bad nightmare. Yeah. See, I'm willing to bet that Travis uses the same username from <laughs> Ultimate Guitar <laughs> on, on AO3. Hey. Oh my God. We're going to go find Travis's Ultimate Guitar username, and then we're going to go read all of his fan fiction. Hey, I'm not saying... I'm, I'm not, so excited. I'm not saying that I'm on AO3, but I'm saying that that, that username is pretty far expanse on the internet we all did that oh so wait so back when you were in high school so fanfiction.net i really hope that you combined lit back and supernatural stuff for your fanfic it was like honestly i used the same username from like middle school all the way up to like the second year i lived in college yeah we all did that bud and then i finally changed it because i was like okay this is a dumb name okay so i actually didn't do that because my very first username was actually an inuyasha reference and i was so embarrassed by it that i had to change it <laughs> all right and on that note <laughs> i don't know if that's gonna happen travis we're gonna find out let's find do it fuck out suffer. They are hungry, tired, starved for attention. Here at the Cryptid Reserve and Protection Service, we are dedicated to giving to cryptids in need. You can say, I won't stand by while innocent cryptids suffer. For just $3.99, you can give the skunk ape a warm bath. Call today. Call tomorrow. Call 10 days ago. Call one 2727 and sponsor a cryptid today. episode in one word joyous some might say nary a terrible thing happens it's just a rollicking good time it was yeah it doesn't make you think about anything sad sam and dean went to six flags over georgia yeah you can't have a bad time at six flags no they rode the blue hawk nine times they met that guy who tap dances yeah Uh uh-huh they dropped like a they drop some E before every ride. It's a good time. Oh, God. Drop some E before every ride? Every yeah. ride. <laughs> That's a time. lot of E. That's yeah. a lot of E. I'm worried about them now. <laughs> um, That's a lot. I just I just want to say this. Six Flags in Atlanta is okay, but oh. everyone knows that Six Flags in Dallas-Fort Worth is where it's at. Represent! Okay. Yeah, you shit-talking Texan. Hmm? All right. You're allowed to, like, have that opinion or whatever. Sure. I mean, I think we all agree. The best theme park (laughs) is the watering hole down the street that we went to as kids, y'all. Am I right? Okay. 
No, I lied. I've been to two. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> one of them Six Flags, the other one's the watering hole down the street. <laughs> uh, no, the other one is the Disney place in uh, California. Oh, okay. Yeah. You mean Disney? Disneyland? I can never remember them. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Stop. I know Disneyland, Disneyland is in California. California. Yeah, Disney World Disney is in World Florida. Is yes. in Florida. Okay. I usually get it Because backwards. he was able to buy a lot more property in Florida. And basically, he was like, I want to build the happiest place on earth on a swamp. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty fun. Oh, I don't like actual land. Yeah, it's all mosquitoes, I can't believe you forgot the name to Disney World. Racism. Disneyland. Disneyland. We went to Disneyland. I can't believe I forgot the name to Disneyland. Jesus Christ. Oh, see, God. We're how, a mess, y'all. See how what is easy wrong it is? with Y'all, you guys. I'm a little drunk, and... It's all cider. It's uh, all cider, cider from here on out. Cider, and Ovaltine. Cider? I don't even know her. Because <laughs> you're ace. All right, yeah. guys. <laughs> he meant biblical knowing. All right. We're here <laughs> to talk about something very near and dear to our hearts. Oh, I thought you were going to say we're queer, and... But continue. And that's this episode of Supernatural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Yeah, let's start. Let's start. I believe. Right. It's my turn, I believe. Yeah. And a thing called love. Uh, <sighs> so we open. We open with like a guy driving into a into a garage. Yes. Yeah. A garage, if you will. A garage. Pretty older vehicle. Looks like a 70s or 80s. He drives in. He doesn't drive in all the way initially, it looks like, and then the garage starts to close by itself. And it doesn't close on the car, luckily. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, a that real was rather fortunate. Like, I was worried about the car in that scene. He pulls in. <laughs> and he starts looking, because he looks at the garage as, as the door starts to close, and he's just like, oh shit. And then his car locks itself. Mm-hmm. Then his car starts itself. Mm-hmm. And then this magical amount of emission starts to fill up the yeah, garage. Yeah, it's like a lot. It's too much. It's a it's lot like, of emission. At first, I thought the car was on fire. Yeah, <laughs> like if it was if he was revving it into the red, it probably wouldn't even smoke that much. Yeah, but, but it was just idling, right? Like yeah. I don't remember hearing any like heavy revving from that scene. Do you think it, maybe the name place here, Monster of the Week, was? You know, helping it along a little bit. Maybe. 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 Yeah. It's a chance. That's my theory. That's my yeah. current, like, my head cannon. Yeah. Mm. That yeah. car definitely wasn't being taken to the minimum, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes, I do. And so, we see this man die. And because it's like, we, it pans out to show how full... Of the smoke at the garage is, yeah. and then it like cuts back inside to show the guy's eyes still open. I'm like, all right, fair enough. And they just didn't fake it to where his eyes were closed or some shit. And then Sam is startled awake as we jump cut to their hotel. Okay, hang on. I have a thing to say about this. Okay, okay. When you die from carbon emission like that, yeah. from like carbon emission in a garage. Usually, it's carbon monoxide, because it's coming from the car. Right. El correcto. And with carbon monoxide, you don't just die with your eyes open like that. No. You go to bed. Yeah, you will, like, get dizzy and fall asleep. Pass out. And you pass out, and then you're dead. Yes. Travis, I have three words for you. Yeah. Suspension of disbelief. (laughs) Travis, I have two words for you. Yeah. 
it's supernatural. <laughs> it is two, I counted it, out it's three. Two words. It's one word, it's but you counted words. out three and you broke it up into three words. It's two words. It's two words. It's is its own word. Okay, how about this? It is supernatural. That's like five words. Okay. I don't know what's happening anymore. We just found out that everyone is bad at counting. <laughs> I'm a musician. I can only count to four. <laughs> Sometimes eight. Usually, I can only count to four. Sometimes eight. Occasionally six. Most of the time, just two. All right, so we were talking about cover songs earlier that we fucking hate. Yes. Uh, So Psycho Stick has one of the best covers. Like, they have just an album full of covers called uh, Space Vampires vs. Zombie Dinosaurs. Sure. And on this record is the song I Can Only Count to Four. (laughs) <laughs> and it's a parody of let the body sit the floor oh, oh my god i can only count to a four that's amazing um with, he, but yeah so with evan roulette and the evan roulettes we have this song called the count-in song yes i've heard this like, song yeah we just go bah, 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 one two three four and then it starts over again yes and we'll do it in different languages oh jesus christ <laughs> um okay so back to yeah sorry El supernatural that. so we so we, yeah we, sam pops up he pops up from bed He's like, oh, Dean, Dean, wake up, wake up, wake up. I just had a terrible nightmare. He's like, Dean, and we then, just got, we got caught in the rain. Because <laughs> we're both really sweaty for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> they just got done acting out that slash fic. <laughs> okay. Oh, the one I was talking the, about. The one that Travis wrote? <laughs> so, okay, and once again, we have a trope that I have never seen acted out in real life, which is the... I had a nightmare. I have to. Oh, I've jumped awake. I've fucking like leaned up all the way. Oh yeah, I'm just you're right. like bam. Like I've never seen anybody be so startled out of the nightmare that they sit up. Yeah, I, yeah. I've never sat up like not immediately. No, usually I've been it's like, like jolted awake. Yes, and then I will sit up because I'm not asleep anymore. Yes, but I've never been like zombie rising from the grave. Yeah. Whoa! Whoa, a nightmare. Yeah. It's not like someone like stabbed an adrenaline needle into my chest. Right, yeah. yeah. It's it's like a, uh in pulp fiction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh of um oh also that close up on Sam's face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you could count the, the fucking camera, pores. Yes. It was so close I didn't think it was Jared Padalecki. Yeah. I was like, this is a different person because he doesn't have that very distinct hair. Yeah. Couldn't even see it. I identify white men through their hair. Yeah. If they're bald, I don't know who they are. <laughs> wow. That explains why you introduce yourself to Matthew Tay so many times. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, oh, God, no, I forgot the actor's name. Jean-Luc Picard. Oh. <laughs> and uh, the guy who plays, you know, this joke has run away from me. So That reminds me of a joke I was trying to write. It goes, uh, what did God say to Jesus, but uh, make it so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute i yeah. love that but uh but any hoozle yes any so we see this beautiful like transition from them in the hotel to them driving down the road which might be in just in a studio that's dark yeah, yeah. the driving well, scenes in this episode were not very yeah. they're interesting we're, we'll talk about it later but um what it is is sam's had a vision so he's like 
Dean, we gotta drive to Michigan now. From wherever the fuck we are right from, now. From in the middle of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> That's accurate. We gotta go check this shit out. I mean, depending on where they are in Michigan, like southern Michigan, like Detroit's only an eight-hour drive from here. It's true. I did not know that. Yeah, and like we're we're equidistant from our coastline to Detroit. Yeah. Well, there you we're go. about an eight-hour drive down to our coastline. That's true. <clears throat> well, six hours if you drive with one Ari's mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Benevolent foot. That's all I'm saying there. But, uh, yeah, so they get to Michigan pretty well, timely. Pretty timely, because... Uh, they get there, and it turns out the guy's been dead for, like, an hour or two. Yeah, yeah. like, the paramedics are still there. Well, like, I mean, but we know that Sam gets his premonitions, like, pretty like pretty early. early. Well, from what we saw in this episode, which is a bit of a spoiler, it's a couple of minutes in advance, at least. At least, but I feel like, it, like what we saw in Home, it could be up to, like, a day or so. Right. right. Well, yeah. he says, Sam says they're getting more intense, because... Later in the episode, he starts having premonitions during the day. Mm. So he'll get like a headache, and then, you know, his eyes will wiggle a little bit, and then he'll see what's happening. They'll go like, uh. Yeah, yeah they wiggle. <laughs> they wiggle, 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 wiggle. And then, you know, he wakes up and he's like, oh, I've seen a thing. So, like, they're getting more intense for some reason. Everybody's. <laughs> I'm about to spoiled. I'm yeah, done did. about to spoil. Done about to spoil. <laughs> But right. we have to get through the recap. We'll, we'll get there first. We'll get there. We're getting there. All right, all right, folks. So first things first. Ovaltine just tastes like those instant breakfast drinks. I'm not saying that's a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like that Carnation instant breakfast. I still enjoy those. Yeah, yeah. So this uh, this episode is not brought to you by Ovaltine. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like I said, I made it like the I, I did it with like four teaspoons yeah. which is about how i would do it as a kid well but fun like fact. when i made it for myself you saw me just dumping the jar into the fucking milk yeah. okay fun fact you can make ovaltine a lot stronger uh, and it does taste a lot more chocolatey you know better. how they it's used fun. to sell john winchester's journals yeah. and it would have like the weird symbol writing actually you could decode that yeah and it would say oh, drink, drink more ovaltine, ovaltine. <laughs> yes i goddamn knew yes! it i goddamn knew it that's my favorite yes! thing i've ever done. All right. Anyways, back to the episode. No, I'm going to go walk in traffic. <laughs> no, you loved right. that. That was great. That was good. All right. So where was that? They did actually used to sell John Winchester's journals, though. I like the height of the show's popularity. So I about mean, 10 not, years ago. I was say, that's not right now. <laughs> no. Now I have to find one. <laughs> they All did right. sell those. Yeah. There's, they're probably on Amazon or eBay. Probably, yeah. Probably. It, part, it, this might be in the episode show notes if it's actually there or not. All right. Yeah, if so, we can find a copy, we'll let you know. Yeah. All right. So they get there. They're zipping up the dude in the body bag. Yeah, he's D-E-D dead. And so Sam and Dean are trying to figure out how they're going to talk to the family. Because Sam's like, they're not going to want to talk to us. And Dean goes, I know who they're going to want to talk to. And then they jump cut to the middle of the next day. Where they're in what uh, what do they call it parishioners outfits? Like they're in like, like cassocks. Yeah, cassocks. Yeah, priest, that's the name of it. They're dressed like Catholic priests. Mm-hmm. Pretty, yeah, to a T. Yeah. Uh, well, Dean is wearing like his accoutrement. Yeah, he's wearing like some like leather bracelets and has a ring on. 
He's wearing all of his usual fucking yeah. He's wearing his cool jewelry garb. Yeah, I kept, I kept looking for like the necklace. Yes, yeah. I think it was the just amulet the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was hidden under that that sweet collar. And yeah. they start talking to the guy to the dead guy's brother Roger, and then we see who you said because he's kind of being a dick to him, being like, "You don't have to sell your." Your religion to me. Um, don't sell your religion to me. And yeah. Then the, uh, the the mom or the wife of the dead guy. His name up. is Alice in the show. And then, yeah. And did you ever find her, like, the actress's name? Yes, she... I did. So it turns out um, that woman, that actress, is uh, Zelda Spellman from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, a.k.a. Yeah. Beth Broderick. Beth Broderick. Um, so it was nice to see her again good to see that she's gotten some work back in 2004, 2004. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and she's like uh she what she invites them to sit down and talk what talk with her yeah about... she comes across as like more religious because we get a comment from like a neighbor they're talking to a neighbor and the neighbor's like oh you know mr miller was so religious just seems so normal All i right, show him I'm every sorry. sunday at the down at the church <laughs> that we were, yeah i was trying to do like a don't you know? <laughs> oh, for like a Michigan accent. Yeah, like a Michigan. I wasn't trying to do like... <laughs> I... Like, <laughs> like, oh, I was trying for Irish. I could tell. Land. It didn't... It, no, neither did my Michigan. But the point is, is that... You're laughing too hard for accents. She did. She did have a very Michigan accent. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> They're like cheese. Yes. <laughs> uh, so we find out that Mr. Miller and Mrs. Miller... Yeah. Uh, used to go to service every Sunday, St. Augustine's, very religious Catholic family. So that's why they show up as priests. I think they uh, just, they just lucked out, but uh, yeah. And so they're sitting there talking, and then uh, not Sabrina, the teenage witch, says, "Hey, uh, yeah, that's my son over there in the corner." He's like, losing oh, his religion. He's losing yeah. his religion. <laughs> and so Sam's like, "I'm going to go talk with him." Dean, you stay here. That's my best Sam impression. That was good. Thank you. That was good. And so, it kind of felt like to me when when Dean was like, so, uh, this is a lovely home you have. Yeah. I really felt like he was about to just try to chat her up. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that's why I was like, okay. Like, Dean, take her upstairs. This is a lovely home time. you have. I bet you have a beautiful bedroom. Yeah. Sex her up at a wake. A wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, instead Dean is like, Hey, let me shoehorn in ghost information. Yeah. It, 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 it worked. I mean, yes. yeah. Kind of. Like, Every... hey, do you see spooky shit around here? No? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it got the job done, yes. Yeah. But she definitely was like, no. Wait, what? Ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is how everyone in the show. Whenever, yeah. like... Oh, sorry. Whenever the supernatural is not happening in a house, right? So it's not a ghost or a poltergeist or a demon or whatever... Whenever that's not happening, the person who they're talking to is always like, I'm sorry, are my lights supposed to be flickering? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> no, I haven't seen anything like that, and you sound like a crazy person right now. I'm supposed to smell sulfur? What? Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. So so that's not happening in the house. So yeah. it's not like a ghost that's connected to the house, at least. Right. But then we see uh Sam talking to Max the son. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting in the corner just like staring at the wall. 
Yeah. That's yeah. not creepy as hell. Well, Staring he's overcome by grief. By grief. And Christ. By the fact that he's got a very receding headline. Yes. <laughs> he's very upset about the fact that he's balding at the age of 22. Yeah. He looks like he's 35, but he's playing a 23-year-old. All right. And so we see him a little bit closer, and he's got, like, real sunken red eyes. Like, he's just coming off of, like, a major heroin binge. Yeah, he's yeah. also very pale for the yeah. entire episode. I expected Sam to be like, your skin is so pale. And you look like you're 35, but apparently you're 22. How long have you been 22? (laughs) (laughs) This kid is as tan as notebook paper. Yeah. 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 But so, or printer paper. But anywho, so they start talking. Any sort of just paper. Just like white (laughs) paper. (laughs) Mayonnaise. Oh, shit. Uh... Because uh, Sam starts asking about his uh, childhood home and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And the kid's like, no, it was pretty normal. Everything was fun. We all loved each other. The uh, uncle lived pretty close to us. He lived next door, so he was always over. Always having a, a rollicking good time, to use that word again. And so like Sam's like, okay, all right. That, that adds up. And so he gets Dean, and they head out to the car. And the first thing Dean says... Nobody's fam. Nobody's family is that fucking normal. Oh, that's yeah. you skipped a part. Yeah, yeah. what part? Yeah, it's you, until later. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You did a flash yeah. forward. <laughs> yeah, secret right, flash sorry. forward. Secret flash forward. Sam and Max are pretty much just like Sam's like, "Hey, Max, what do you do?" And Max is like, "Yeah, I want to go to school, but it's hard. It's hard to save money." Yeah. Anyways, this scene is over now. Yep. <laughs> All right, then, bye. Then we see Dean up in the bathroom. Then we see Dean unleash some fucking like. Sci-fi, Star Trek, Star Wars, yes. Stargate bullshit. Yes. Okay, first of all, like, this thing is huge. It's huge, but he's also got, like, something that is basically the equivalent of, like, an iPad mini. Yeah. Which did it had, like, not a exist. Video on it. Yeah. With, like, a little webcam hooked up yeah. and two lasers pointing at a thing. Nowadays, what but, it would look like, it would look like I, would t- I took my phone and taped it to, like, to a, like a To, like, a motherboard metal. with, Legger, with yes. Legos on it? Yeah. It was like it, it shooted out lasers. Yeah, the it beams shot were out crossing. Lasers. Yeah, somebody didn't watch Ghostbusters. Yeah, <laughs> no, you never let those. It, cross. it looked. It looked like there was there was this weird, very out of place technology flat screen. Yeah. thing. Yes, with like some Ardu- Arduino pads. And here's the thing, I loved it. I was like, yes, give me more of the weird bullshit technology. I mean, this looks like something I am in. a character we don't see for several seasons would make. Would make. Right? Yeah. But I loved it. It was cool. I'll give you that. Like, yeah. I would, I would want to see it more. I don't remember if, it's, if it shows it more this season. I don't think season. it comes back. And I was so ashamed. I was yeah. so sad about that. See, I liked his shitty, like, cassette player EMF reader better. See, that comes back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like 95 point. Five percent sure that it does. Ninety-five point one percent sure. Ninety-five point five the river percent sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, but like Dane's walking around scanning everything, doesn't see shit, and then we hear somebody coming up the stairs, and he gets real scared. Yeah. And he, he tries to hide it. His, it, but it's just, but it's just Sam. I and he's like, many. oh, you some bitch, and. uh and Sam's like, well, did you find anything? And Sam, Dave's like, fuck no. Mm-hmm. And so that's when they head out to the car? Yeah. They head out to the car and... They're or about, they're back at the hotel. No, they walk out to the car and Dean says nobody's family is that normal. No, that's not until later. Yeah, is it later. Not? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. So they, they're at the hotel mm. and Sam and Dean are like... Ah, uh, yeah, my bad. 
this is fucking weird. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing supernatural about these people. About their house or anything, right? Yeah, or anything. And Sam's like, I don't know, maybe it's something else, like not the house. And then he's like, ah, oh God. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite parts of the show because he says, oh, yeah, that's my head. <laughs> the way the way I say things when bad things happen to me, I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's happening. Oh, God. Uh, oh, God. Okay. Yeah. It, it was like, you know, in those early episodes of SpongeBob with that one fish when it would just be panning away. My leg! My leg! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. No. And... Yeah, because that's because they just talked about like there was no uh, battlefields or Indian burial grounds or anything like that. Yeah, not a damn like nothing that would make it supernatural. Then like they try and find like the uh, the old neighborhood or am I jumping forward again? You're jumping forward again. Damn it! Okay, so Sam has another vision. Yeah, where he sees the brother. Yeah, he sees the brother in another great scene. Oh Jesus. I'm, I'm I'm kicking myself for forgetting this. Because uh, he's he's grabbing a beer. He's bringing home the groceries. Yeah, the brother whose name is Roger Miller. And he sees he goes over and sees like the window open. Yes. Real slow and creepily. And he closes it. And he locks it. And, and he locks. It. He's drinking his beer again. Mm-hmm. And then like more deliberately, the the lock opens. Yes. And it opens a little bit quicker. Yes. And so he decides to go over and like investigate it a little bit. Yeah. But he does it in the stupidest goddamn way possible. Yes. Thank you. He was asking to die. This was Final Destination levels of bullshit. Yes. And so. Thank you. He leans out, puts his like shoulders on like the bottom of like the windowsill. Gets on his back and looks up at the window. Like aligning his neck with the window to come down he on basically it and chop was, it off. He might as well have been like, huh, if this were a guillotine, you'd take my head off. This is crazy. And I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> yeah. Hi, my name is Roger and I'm gonna live forever. Yeah. That is what he says. <laughs> he might as well. As the window came down and chopped it off. Yes. And yeah. then we see Sam and Dean hauling ass over to the apartment complex. Okay. I have to talk about this scene. Okay. Actually, no. Let's wait until later. Sorry. Right. They get to the Incarnate Complex. So, I want to get through this recap. And so they, they, they're chasing him to the door. Be like, oh, we're not priests. We're here to help. And he goes, I don't give a shit. I'm not looking for religion. Leave me alone. Yeah. And he drunkenly starts going up to his apartment. And so they run around the building trying to find the fire escape. And they kick open, like, very easily this locked gate. Yeah. I thought it, that was a little... Yeah, they were just like, ka-chow! Yeah. This ma- episode was Sam and Dean kicking things in very easily. Yeah. yeah. This without like, any trouble. These were like old like old Adam West as Batman. Yes. Kind of weird things. Yes. But anywho, so they somehow... Uh, what is that word? Was that running in cursive? What is that? You know what I'm talking about. The fancy running... Free uh, running the, with the French parkour. parkour. So they parkour their way over this wall uh, to get to a fire escape. And they get like halfway up it. And that's when we hear a window magically chop off Roger's head. Yep. Yeah. And so they get up to the level where Roger is. And Dean whips out a handkerchief and goes, here, wipe off all your fingerprints so the cops don't find us. Yeah. It's like, why not just have gloves? Yeah. Right. And so Dean goes inside and is like, "There's nothing, no EMF, yeah. no sulfur, no nothing." It's quite the mystery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at least the window was cracked. 
Yeah, the the window broke. There was no way in hell that small of a window could chop off somebody's head. No, absolutely unless, not. Unless the Hulk had like a power stone. Yeah. For a Marvel versus Com- Marvel versus Capcom Infinite reference. Yeah. And slammed the window shut. Would that chop off somebody's head? Basically, what should have happened is the window sill should have fallen on him, and he should instead of chopping off his head, he should have been like, "Oh God, ugh, ugh, <laughs> all right, we're good." I'm not gonna be able to talk tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, but he died. He's done dead. Yeah, his head is in that goddamn flower basket. And Sam again is like, "God, why does this keep?" Like, why does this keep happening? Why do I keep getting visions? Why am I seeing this? Why yeah. does my head hurt? Yes. Who are you? What am I? What are we doing here? Yes. And so... Those are some hard questions to answer, Sam. Because then they go back to the house mm-hmm. as priests to talk to the Millers. Yes, and they talk to Max. And they talk to Max. And this is when... Yeah, this is yeah. when all that stuff that they yeah. already okay. said happened. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jump cuts. Dean's like... So, what was growing up like? And Max is like... It was fine. Yeah, everything was cool. It was cool. We we were a family. Dean's like, no sad memories. No, no sad. Nothing sad. Nothing sad happened. I mean, why would anything sad happen? (laughs) Why would you ask that? Why are you asking that right now? It's like Max starts to cry and starts showing signs of PTSD. Yeah. As he cracks open a bottle of whiskey. And that's when it cuts to... Yeah, that's when it cuts to... Dean going, nobody's ham- nobody's family is that fucking perfect. Nobody's family is that great. Yeah. So let's find the old neighborhood. We'll we'll talk to a few people and see what's up. And yeah. then we go see uh, Bobby Mac, uh across the street neighbor. Yeah. I believe that's what his name was. Neighbor guy. Yeah. Neighbor, Mr. Exposition, if you will. Yep. Yeah. And they ask about like the family that used to live there. And he goes, oh, is the kid okay? And he's like, why are you asking all me these questions? Is the kid okay? And they're like, uh, uh, why would you ask that? Yeah. And he's like, well, every day, like I would see this kid getting beat by the dad and the uncle who was there all the time, just beating the snot out of him. Yeah. And then like the mom would just stand there with like this glazed out, dazed out look, just million yard stare. Mm-hmm. And they were just looking at each other. And then like the guy goes and says to Sam, are you okay? As he's having a migraine. Attack. Yeah. Sam yep. once again, is like. God, not again. And that's when we see the, the stepmom, because we find out from the neighbor that the mom had died in some accident. Right. So Zelda Spellman is not. <laughs> she's not the mother. She's not the mom. She's the stepmama. So me. <sighs> Somewhere there's a Mori audience that really, really appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. We That might be ours. Who knows? Thank you. We'll find out when this comes out. Yeah. And so we see. Uh, Max lifting a knife with his mind. Oh, with his mind. He's a psychic. Secret psychic. He's a secret psychic. And he's been lifting things with his mind, and that's how he's been killing people. With his mind. He manipulated the car. He broke the window. He's (laughs) doing the knife thing. Yeah. Oh, because it does this amazing, like, she leans up against, like, a door frame, Mm -hmm. and we see the knife get, like, 
within millimeters of her eyes. Oh, it, looks it was fantastic. so uncomfortable. But what doesn't look good is her staring at nothing. Yeah. yeah because you, like, could, you can tell the knife's not there. In, yeah, because like in movies and stuff, they have a reference point. Like like a ball on a string. Yeah, like a ball on a string or a stick. Like even, uh, when did the second Harry Potter movie come out? Like 2003? Yeah. 2004? Like, so in... Yeah. So same time period... Yeah. This this movie had, like, they had a ball on a stick that Daniel Radcliffe would interact to. As Hedwig. As, right? No, as uh, Dobby. Oh, yeah, Because yeah. it's the second one. Right. Uh, Hedwig was a real fucking when... owl. The second one came out? Uh, 2002 is when the second one came out. Jesus. When did yeah. the first one? 2000? 2001. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, they cranked those movies yeah, out. Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, they had to. That. There was eight. But yeah. anyways, I'm willing to bet there that... was eight of them, and all the actors were rapidly aging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. But yeah. So I'm willing to bet that Miss uh, Not Gwyneth Paltrow said, "I'm a professional. I don't need a reference point." Now, girl, yeah, who knows? Did. But yeah, she obviously didn't have like a CG reference point because she yeah. was just like looking at nothing, and they were trying to put the object in her line of sight. But yeah. speaking of putting but that the was a object, good looking knife. Yeah. It was. Uh, it really, it, you for know, like, t- for, for like, like 2004 TV, TV CG. Yeah. But speaking of putting that knife somewhere, we see it go through her face. Yes. Which yeah. looked pretty red, I'll tell you that. It, it really yeah. did. The, like yeah. the blood effects and all that was super real. And I it have was to say, really nice. all the gore in this episode looks good. Really excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really looks good. You have, quite frankly, too much blood, but that's exactly the amount of blood you want. Yeah. For, a, for a campy TV show Exactly. No, arts, I'm, I'm agree yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's not like Tarantino amount of blood, but it's still like enough amount of blood to get it the point, the right. point across. Well, the point, of, the point of, you know, like gory horror, when it's like faking like that, is yeah. you want it over the top. Yeah. You don't want a realistic amount of blood. You want a fountain. Exactly. You want to open the elevator and the shining, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, because realistic amounts of blood are actually kind of underwhelming. Yeah, because it's not that much. Yeah, because we only have, what, like four gallons of blood inside yeah, of us? Yeah, not a whole lot. Yeah, I only have like three and a half. The rest of it's uh, cyborg oil. Yeah, it's parts. <laughs> but a- after we see the <laughs> night... I have gotten progressively drunker as this recording is yeah, going Yeah, you really have. So, sorry. <laughs> That's, it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as long as it's, it's only me it's fun <laughs> so yeah so Sam and Dean are like oh you gotta go to the fucking house and so they they kick in the door it looks like yeah but they kind of very vigorously open it yeah well, because there's no signs of it breaking Dan uh, cause I, I tried to co- I combined Sam and Dean's name to Dan <laughs> Let's just call Dean, Dean is like no. that's what we're gonna call them when we're damn. talking about both of them. Yeah. Damn, uh, Dean is like, all right, so we're gonna go kill this kid, right? And Sam's like, like what? Dean, no. no, he's a person. We he, can't we're not kill gonna him? kill the kid. No, that's fucked up, guy. It's kind of like those llamas with hats videos. Yes. Yeah, but Dean. Like, hey, we're gonna kill that kid, Dean. Dean. But no, Dean. that kills people. <laughs> and Dean's like. Okay, but I'm going to take this gun inside just in case. Uh, yeah. Just a second. Because when he reaches for the glove compartment, all you see is the shoebox full of cassette tapes. I'm yes. like, what? He's going to take what? <laughs> the black album and throw it at the yes. kid? <laughs> Bam. I'm gonna, just, 
just fucking ninja star these cassette tapes at the kid. That would have been amazing. Have you ever had cassette tapes thrown at you before? They hurt. I mean, yeah, they hurt. I mean, There's no, I haven't because I don't live that kind of life, I feel like. I just don't live the life where cassette tapes get thrown but at you. But any so they run to the house, they break it in, and Max and the stepmom are way too calm about this, mainly because I think she realized she was just about to die. Probably. Well, the stepmom, Max, they didn't get to the part where Max actually lifted the gun. That's the, the, the gun, the, the knife. knife. We're not there yet. The knife was just like fiddling on the counter. Yeah. So the stepmom was like, this is uncomfortable, and also I can tell something is about to happen. But Zelda Spellman was not like in the know. Yeah. You know? No. She was not. But, you know. And so Max goes, what are you doing here? And they're semi nonchalantly like, yeah. Sam and Dean are like, "Oh, we gotta talk to you real quick. Can we do it outside?" It's private. It's, it's private. Oh, uh, your stepmom. She uh, she won't understand. It's not for her. Yeah, for ladies' ears. Yeah, this is a man thing. It's a man thing. We gotta talk. We're about. gonna talk about butts. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say butts? I don't know. I was just trying to think of a manly thing. <laughs> Bus was the first thing that came to mind. But anywho, Max is not having any of it. No, Max sees well, the gun. He sees the gun, and that's when he's like, oh, you guys aren't priests. You guys are fucking assholes. And that's when he shuts the door, shuts all the shutters for some reason, because that's scary. We just want anyone pe- poking in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's Still. about to murder. But, well, Yeah, don't want anyone peeping on your murder. Nope. Yeah. Nobody likes a murder peeper. Nope. And so, uh, no, they do not. Not that's again, a, Bethany. All right, that's sorry. Like, that's when he like so, like he uh, uses his mind to flip the gun out of Dean's pants, mm-hmm. and it's on the floor, and he he just flings it into his own hand. Amazingly enough, yeah. And uh, the stepmom's like, "What's going on, Max?" Yeah, and he starts like waving the gun around, says, threatening okay, everybody. This is a bad line ring from Zelda Stillman because she's like. Max, like, yeah, like the a, tone that somebody would use if they just found their three-year-old drawing on the wall, not the tone somebody would use if they picked up a gun with their mind and, and then brandi- pointed another human being. Was brandishing it about. Yeah. I and, When that happened, I was like, all right, not the best line read. Obviously, yeah. they didn't have a better take. That just seems not good. Uh, yeah. How much do you want to bet that the sentence he flipped Dean's gun out of his pants is used in a fan fiction. Yeah, that's why I said it like that. <laughs> Alright, look. It's the one you wrote. You I'm know it's in ideas. there already. Yeah. You you write the fan fiction, Travis. Alright? We don't know what's in it. Here's, not until we read it. Do you want to know, know a secret? What? Yes. I've written every single supernatural fan fiction. Damn. All of it. You get around. Yeah. You're a very prolific writer. <laughs> and I am at the same time impressed and deeply disturbed. <laughs> Hey, I have good days, I have bad days. Fair enough. Don't we all? Mostly I have bad days. <laughs> when your good days are really good. Yeah. They're spot fucking on. Yeah, they really yeah. are. <laughs> all right, anyways. So. So, Max is like, I'm going to shoot you. And Sam's like, please don't. So we, he tries to talk it out with him. Yeah, he, like he, a... he talks him down. So, he's like. 
Sam and Max are like, it's okay, we'll talk for five minutes. Dean, Alice, go upstairs. Well, that before that, uh, Max kind of flips Alice onto the island in the yeah, middle of the kitchen. Yeah, he knocks her unconscious. And, like, yeah. splits her face the fuck open. And like Sam or Dean is having none of it. And he's like, I'm not letting you be in alone a room with in a room with this fucking asshole. He's yeah. gonna kill you. Yeah. And Sam's like, No, nah, man, I got this. And so eventually Dean goes for it, Max goes for it, and Dean carries Alice upstairs to her room. And so Sam and Max sit down having a little heart to heart and they're going through Max's life. Cause uh to Sam's knowledge he was only beaten as a child. Yeah. Right. And that's when Max is like, nah, man, t- try to last week. And he lifts up his shirt and like, you see on like his ribs, he's yeah. got like this foot, like a, squ- like a square foot of bruise with Very several cuts in it. bruise. Yeah. yeah. Like he's probably got some internal bleeding. And shit. Yeah. Mm. That's why he's so pale. Yeah. And so. Not because he's a vampire as previously was discussed as a potential theory. He, he could have been. Don't think we discussed that as a theory. That's right, maybe he, that only happened in my mind. Gee, it probably did. In the flesh, Vic. And so... Uh, Fair enough. And uh, Max starts to talk about being blamed for his mother's death, saying that he died, or that his mother died in his uh, nursery while he was a baby, and that was apparently enough for his father to blame him for her death. Yeah. And he was like, he would say, he would get drunk and say that she died in some insane way. Like, cause there was a fire and she died in the fire, but she was pinned to the ceiling. And meanwhile, Sam is like, oh shit. What yeah. the fucking fuck? You're like, how did you get my sex tape? Yes. <laughs> and by the way, I turned to Travis to watch his facial expression while this scene was happening. Yeah. And his facial expression was like, <gasps> like his yeah. eyes got wide, his Honestly, mouth was, opened. He was shocked. I was, I was William Shakespeare. Yes, like it was. It was magical to watch. It was yeah. there. I yeah. was like, oh my god! Which, I by the can't way, fucking believe it. Yes, it was, it was like two at. This demon murder is happening. Yeah. It was three shook five me over here. Yeah. God. Which, by the way, is exactly how I felt the first time I watched it. The yeah. first time I watched yeah. this episode, I was like, I was oh, like, oh wow. my God. So it's more than just Sam and Dean. Yeah. yeah. Shit's about to get real. But Max is not buying that uh Yeah, Sam's Max mom. isn't believing the thing that happened also with Sam. Yeah. Yeah. And then also not buying that the stepmom is Doesn't need innocent. to die. Yeah, doesn't yeah. need to die. Because the stepmom... Because like, inaction is just as bad as action in some cases. And this yeah. is one of those cases where it's like, hey, are you going to stop this crazy bad thing that's happening? No, you're just going to... You're just as bad as yeah. people are doing it. Yeah. Which, um, that's not... At no point is the episode trying to make a case for the stepmom. The episode yeah. is just saying that you shouldn't... The, the, the like thing Max, to do is not murder. Yeah, Max is not the person who needs to be murdering all of these people. Right, they need to like be arrested yeah what, what is it like it was a kind of like a line from what batman if you kill another killer the number of killers in the world stays the same exactly yeah, yeah. i don't think that's from batman but it's, i have heard that before it's from it's either it's either a batman line or like a kung fu line yeah or superman maybe something i don't think like i don't think it's, it's either batman or bruce lee but uh but the point is is that sam's argument is basically like don't do it you'll be just as bad as them exactly and max is like i don't give a fuck and i actually think that is not a good argument from Sam. Okay, maybe I'm just looking at this 
maybe a little too like emotionally detached. Well, we're talking about what some like twenty five or twenty six year old kid trying to talk down a twenty two, twenty three year old kid well, who both looks 22. like he's okay. So we're, one of them's twenty two, looks like he's thirty five, right? And the other one is trying to talk him down. Uh, do you think another twenty two year old would have the mental capacity to be able to be like, hey man? You shouldn't kill this person. I know they didn't help you when they were a kid or last week when they were when you were getting the shit beat out of you. But Well here's my here's my thing. Yeah. Max is not interested in being a good person. Exactly. Yeah. Max He just wants revenge. Just wants he just wants revenge. But it's more than that. He wants to be safe. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. says, Once I kill her, it's over. He is so terrified of his father, uncle, and stepmother. He is. He has nightmares about them. He cannot escape them. Yeah. So he thinks that killing them will bring him peace. Yeah. He's not interested in being a good person. He doesn't care if he's just like his stepmom and dad and uncle. He just wants to be free yeah. of them. That's an argument that Sam would use on himself to get him to not kill people. This is yeah. true. Sam sees himself so much in Max mm. that... That's he treats Max like he would want somebody to treat himself if yeah. he right. was in this position, and it's not working, yeah. right? For that reason, mm-hmm. he's misread the situation because Sam has realized that Max is doing it all for revenge. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I got something else for you here in a few minutes, but uh, that's like uh, that's when Max gets pissed off. Yes. And because they're because. Sam has done his best, but he has failed. Yeah, Sam's mm-hmm. like, Max is like, I'm sorry, I still have to kill her. And Sam's like, no, you don't. No! I can't let you. As he gets, like, mind-pushed into a closet. Yeah. And then this giant uh, arm, not an armoire, but like a uh, like a chest of drawers with a thing on top. Yeah. It's, like, slid across the room. It's and something like, that China goes in. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, like, it's like a combination China cabinet. It was a really, yeah. really big cabinet. It was heavy as hell, too. It can hold all of China. Because it knocked yes. the doorknob off of the closet. Yes, it did. And so that's when we we hear Max go upstairs. And like the like we pan or we cut to uh, where Dean and Alice are. And we see like the door open. And, the, and Max is like walking like he's Darth Vader or Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, he's yeah. like Anakin Skywalker going to kill younglings with just <laughs> the thousand yard stare of George Lucas saying, don't act too much. Yeah. With uh, not the Imperial Marches playing over. Yeah. And then that's when we see like uh, him and Dean are having a little bit of a kerfuffle. And, like, Dean says, all right, because the kid just lets the gun float. And, yeah. like, he starts pointing it at, at Dean. And he's like, all right. And then, like, the gun, like, turns and starts pointing at Alice. And, like, Dean gets in the way and says, Dean's nah, like, man. nah, I'm a hero and I'm going to live forever. You got, <laughs> if you want to kill her, you got to go through me. And Max says, okay. okay. The, gun, the gun pulls, shoots him square. It shoots Dean in the head. Dean I have fucking to talk about this. Died. I have to talk yeah. about this. Because when this scene happened, I said out loud, I'm not sure I like that CGI gun. And Travis went, wait, what? <laughs> Dean is dead? And then Ben and I both, without missing a beat, went, yeah, you didn't yeah that? he fucking, you know they die all the time in the show, right? Yeah, it was beautiful. I wasn't... Because I was so nonplussed by Dean's death. I was just like, I don't know if that gun is aesthetically pleasing. And Travis was over here like, what the fuck is happening? Was... What alternate universe am I in when this is not a big deal? 
You can tell beautiful. which of us was, have seen the show a few yes. times and the yes. one who has not. Yes. Oh, God. Because it, it turns out that, that's that we, was just a premonition. Yeah, because we cut back to Sam, who's having a splitting-ass headache. Yeah. And as he sees Dean die in the premonition, he goes, no! And he pushes the cabinet and the door opens, and he's like, oh, shit. I moved that with my mind. Yeah. And then uh, he runs upstairs to have another kerfuffle with Max and tries to explain the situation one more time. The exact same kerfuffle. Yeah. Well, yeah. And like, all right, so they go through the same thing all over again. And when there's a gun starts to float, it does the most bullshit cliche thing you can do with a gun. Wait, yeah, with which the you, fuck? With an automatic, with an odd semi-automatic yeah, pistol. Semi-automatic pull the hammer pistol, back. Pull the hammer back. Why do you do that? Exactly. Why? It's a waste Sorry. of energy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know a lot about guns. Okay. But with, with anyways, a, with a semi with like a, uh, <gasps> it's like a double action. Well, going with the double action, a semi-automatic. When you pull the trigger, it also pulls the hammer back for you, so you don't have to. Oh, so that's why it's semi-automatic. Exactly. A revolver, which I only a, a thing. A revolver only has single action. That's why you have to pull the hammer back every time you have to shoot it. Well, maybe, was it not a revolver? No, this no. was a semi-automatic pistol. Okay, yeah. it was a serious gun. Nah. Mm. It was a semi-serious gun. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Punch. I mean, like it looked shiny and it had a pearl handle, but. But yeah, uh, that's it when it did look very shiny. So we, it cuts back to Max, and like they're all and like everyone's just like being like, "Oh, we're trying to help you, man. We can get you the help you need." Yeah. And then like Sam's and, like, "This isn't going to change anything." And Max goes, oh, "I think I see a way out, guys." Anyway, here's my brains all over the wall. Yeah, he turns. Sam's like, "This isn't going to change anything. Nothing is going to change by you killing these people." And then Max is like, "Yeah, I guess you're right." And you cut to Sam, and you see him smile. And then Max <laughs> takes the gun and shoots himself in the yeah. head. No, but was still using his mind. Yeah, with, yeah, using his, using his, with mind. his telekinesis. And Sam's just like, oh, holy <laughs> shit. This guy's fucking dead in front of me. This just happened. Why uh, isn't everybody freaking out? I saw it in his facial expressions because he didn't say any of those things. Yeah. But he thought them. He could and, subtly see all those festrals that were surrounding him. Yeah. And then, we, yeah. and then we cut. <laughs> he would be seeing threstrals any t- like all throughout his life. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true because he saw his mom die. Exactly. Yes. You're right. But and then we cut to Dean, Alice, and Sam in the living room with, with a bunch most of cops, unsympathetic cops, <laughs> with a cop who did not give a world. fuck. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I've got news about cops. Yeah. Okay, they here's the thing. They already don't give a fuck. Alice starts crying because her entire family is dead. And look, Alice, you know, let child abuse happen her entire life. And, like, that's not a good thing. Classic white woman. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm right here, Ben. Uh, but the point is, is that... Like, this cop doesn't know that. Yeah. That she is not a person to be pitied. Mm. So all that he sees is this woman crying because her entire family is dead. And he rolls his eyes at her. Yeah, you know, I was you know what that cop is thinking? You know what that cop is thinking? That cop is thinking, hey, God damn, I fucking called in a pizza like an hour ago. And now they're probably going to fucking throw it away or eat it or something. Because probably. It's taking way too fucking long Wait, to get fucking pizza. Who's he going to do? They were going to give me half off, and now it's just too long. I can't even show up at this point. I can't believe what's fucking happening. I'm roll my eyes at this bitch and get out of here. Roll my, wife, roll my eyes at this white bitch. <laughs> wow! God, I hope my 
entire family never dies all at once. I'd sure hate to have to I'm deal just, with the cops at that. I'm just saying. Who I want can, a pizza more than giving me some human interaction? I'm just saying I can read that on all the cops that walk in under my store. <laughs> But yeah, uh, all the cops are just like, "Oh my god, I got another entire family killed." Well, Alice <laughs> is spinning nothing but lies at this guy. Yes, he, yeah. she is like, "Yeah, I invited Sam and Dean over because they're family friends." And I, I, I call them all the time. See, I feel like that's what the cops were rolling his eyes about. But why? But Cause, why? Because the guy could tell that because the gun she was, was also not, yeah. yeah oh she, yeah she was also like I don't know where she got the gun yeah I well, don't know that's where he she... got this fucking unmarked gun that's this how she probably throughout most of the episode illegal yeah. and unregistered gun but yeah oh uh, wink because that's oh when, wink because that's how we, the uh, episode kind of ends with uh, Sam and Dean talking about. Uh, how Max was set up in the same situation as them. Yes. That their family is cursed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sam says, we're lucky we had dad. Because mm. yeah. a little more tequila, a little less demon hunting. Which the, uh, the caption been... says. Yeah. A little more Jose. <laughs> a little more oh. Jose, a little demon yeah. hunting. Basically what Sam's saying is like, dad could have been like them. He could have beat the shit out of me. Yeah. Because... You know, but instead he, I mean, he neglected did. us. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Raised them as soldiers. Yeah, but we were. It's really a you know apples and oranges sort of situation. I kind of wish this episode had just been called "Not Matilda." Yeah, I was okay. This is exactly what I was going to talk about. This is just a grim, dark Matilda tale. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, if Matilda had been able to escape her terrible family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, it ends with Sam and Dean in the hotel and they're packing up and Sam's like, Hey, I want you to know that I moved that cabinet with my mind. And Dean's like, Oh, cool. Bend the spoon. And then he picks up a spoon and he goes, bend this. It's hilarious. (laughs) Sam goes, I can't turn it on and off, man. Yes, and, it was such then, like a sweet brother thing. And then Dan just walks over and consoles him and says, "Man, I know exactly where we need to go. I like I know where it's going to fix all of your problems." And Sam says, "Where?" And Dean says, "Vegas." <laughs> and then they go to Vegas. And Sam just gives him this sh- like this I'm not having any of your shit and goes walks out to the yeah. car. And then we get to like this slow pan in on like Dean's face, and he's just he looks so concerned. Yes. He's like, it's like it's clear you're just putting on a brave face for your yeah. brother. But then we see Eric Kripke and Robert Singer, and that's how we know the episode's over. Yep. yep. Those uh, names are burned into my retinas. I want to meet both of them on my moment of death. Yeah. I'm gonna see those names. Yeah. Eric Kripke, <laughs> Executive Robert producers. Singer. Um, so yeah, so that was nightmare. Be that or executive producer Dick Wolf. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, that was nightmare, uh, Travis. Just like every week, you are so so wrong oh, with your predictions. Damn. But before we get to the next episode, I got, I got a question for uh, Mr. Short. Okay. All right. So you've seen the plot so far. Uh huh. You've seen specifically what what has recently happened. With yes. A, with a very plot heavy episode. Yes. Uh-huh. The plot a thickens. What do you think is going to happen next with the plot? With the plot, so there's not, not like not in like a goofy way, in like an actual. Damn. 
Yeah. You got me. We'll get to the. You fucking swipe we'll or no swiping coup. me. Yes. Um, oh, my entire life is Travis, no Travis. <laughs> <laughs> my my entire life is me just being like, Travis, don't stop. Yeah. It, it really is. It really, really is. <laughs> so what, what do you think is going to happen next? With- I think what's going to happen next with this is Sam and Dean are going to have several more encounters where mm-hmm. they find people that have had the same demon attack. Okay. And that is going to help them lead them be to the closer get to the demon that they need to find. Ooh, buddy. You okay? <laughs> Do you smell toast? I mean, we all had a little cider. This is true. <laughs> we did. And hardly knew her. Uh, <laughs> Ari maybe had a little more than... Ari, Ari had more cider than all of us. Others. This is true. I tried to keep it light because I got to drive home. Yeah. But, uh, so... Sure you do. My next question with the plot... I got to work tomorrow. Uh, my next question with the plot, uh, what do you think the demon had in store for these 22 year olds yeah what like sam and max yeah Yeah. so the demon is killing their mothers mm-hmm. and is somehow awakening psychic abilities in them okay is there some kind of army that's being raised mm-hmm. or I, I feel like it's some kind of, like, I don't know, X-Men situation. Where, okay. like, this happened to a select few people. All right. Like, this happened to a select amount of people, and now they have powers. And now they're all going to find each other. And, like, fuck. I don't know. X-Men. I'm gonna, yeah, you're spot on. Uh, down to the fuck. <laughs> this but is yeah. actually Charles Xavier's origin story. Oh, yeah. sweet. Okay. But like it focuses on different people, you know? <laughs> it's 13 seasons long of yeah. child, Charles Xavier. No. Well, origin story. I don't know if that's going to happen, but we're going to get there. Yeah. So the next episode is called The Benders. Wait. We're not done talking about Nightmare yet. I'm sorry. Oh. You're just like jumped ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep doing that. You're just If you could just move forward in time, you would. I do have a time turner. I'm sorry. I keep misplacing so I have in. some things I want to talk about. So what are these things? <laughs> uh, so my very first note is bracket rock music plays and bracket. Yes. Because that was it's, the first thing on the screen in captions. Yep. If, I, if that could be how my day could start. Right? Rock music plays. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then my second note is because we get a close-up of the license plate that says Michigan because Sam... Remembers the license plate, and yeah. that's how he finds the. That's how he's able the to find the, Mr. the house Miller. and all that. Yes, it's like he has a premonition of the license plate that yeah. he sees it, and like the car, and I guess he, he doesn't figure out the name from the premonition. Um, but what he does is he he calls the police station in Mich- like close to where he is in Michigan, yeah. and is like, "I need a blah blah blah. Something's happening. License plate. This. Can you get an address? Okay, great. Bye. Cool." Um, it checks out and everything. But my mm-hmm. second note was, Michigan, come for the Great Lakes. Stay because you're dead. Yeah. Because <laughs> literally the license plate said, Michigan, Great Lakes. Yep. It's like, yeah, we know. Either the cold kills you or Detroit does. Yes. It's like, you know how everybody from Alaska cannot stop talking about the fact that they're from Alaska? Okay, maybe that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so fun fact. If you're from Alaska, you're, like, required by law to talk about the fact that you're from Alaska. I feel like that's the law everywhere. Yeah, if you're... No matter where you're from. If you're out of state. If you're from somewhere that's not the place where you are, 
Yeah. You just talk about it. No, people will ask me where I'm from when I'm not in Alabama. Yeah. Okay. But it's like more if you're from Alaska. You know where people don't ask me where I'm from? Texas. Yeah. They're like, we assume Actually, you're from more, Texas. Actually, more you're in people Texas. ask me where I am from Damn. here than when I'm in Texas. See, That's because you, you don't got no accent, son. I know. I sound like a goddamn Yankee. Yeah, you do. Carpetbagger. Oh, and then I really liked, there's the transition in the beginning that Ben talked about where it goes oh, yeah. from a lamp to the car headlight. It was that really was neat. Cool. Sam and Dean leave their um, hotel room to get in the car and drive, and that was like, excellent transition, Supernatural. It was cool. Um, and then when Sam is like, why do I have a premonition about these people? This is weird. And like, Sam's like, yeah, the visions thing's fucked up. And then Dean kind of gives him a concerned look. Yeah. And Sam goes, don't look at me like that. And then Dean says, I'm not looking at you like anything. Which I thought was a very <laughs> sweet, like, that was cute. brother. Yeah. There are a lot of sweet brother moments in this episode. Mm. Um, what was not so well framed was <laughs> this car scene. I think they were trying to hide where they were. Yeah, it was I, weird. I I think they weren't able to drive on location, or like a lot of the scenes where they were driving were at night, so they probably like had they probably brought them to a studio, yeah. with a car that was not actually the um, Impala. This is when they're trying to get to Roger Miller's apartment, the guy who's about to get be de- decapitated, mm-hmm. and the framing goes. It's like through the windows. It's through the window on both semen Dan. And, uh, Whoa! On damn space. Whoa, what was that? <laughs> what? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> All right, Christy. Yeah. Okay, please stop that. Whoa! No, stop. On damn faces. It's on both of theirs. And it's like through the window, and it's so claustrophobic. Yeah. Like, if you had told me that they had decapitated Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles and only had their talking heads, I would not have been, like, totally surprised. That's how tight it is. Yeah. And then it cuts. The only other cut it makes is interior of the car close up on Dean's face. Yeah. It is very claustrophobic and uncomfortable. Again, I think it's because they had to film a driving scene without the Impala. Yeah. And that was the only way they could do it. Yeah. Usually I'm used to like better framing, scene framing from Supernatural. So that's why I want to talk about it because it was very awkward. But I want to ask you guys, did you like this episode? I thought it was interesting. I feel like it was a little stiff as far as some of the other episodes go. It was kind of slow. Yeah, it was slow and stiff. Yeah. And, like, the actors weren't really... I mean, like, I mean, Sam and Dean or whatever. But, like, the other actors were, like, not up to... They weren't meeting the supernatural energy. Yeah. Well, it was a very, like... It's a strange... It's strange to go from, like, racist, possessed car... To, yeah. like, very somber episode about suicide, suicide and child abuse mm-hmm. and the lasting effects of that. Yep. Yeah. But it's above bugs. Yes. It's not, it's not my favorite episode of the season so far, but yeah. it's the first ultra plot heavy episode Other so than, far. like, Home. Nah, Holmes still had like the freak of the week kind of aspect to it. That's true. Yeah, this is the first episode where everything's focused on like the, the psychic children and moving yeah. the story along. Yeah. So, I, yeah, it was good for plot, but like, yeah, it's not. It's one. Every, was, yeah, everything was just kind of. 
sometimes you just got to move the story along. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Especially in like long running TV shows, you just have to move the plot forward. Right. And sometimes those, when you're doing the work of actually getting the story out there, those aren't as fun as like, say, a Scarecrow or Faith. Yeah. Or racist trucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did. I do like this episode actually. Uh, on my Netflix, it's been rewatched a couple of times. This episode. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. And I think um, when I go back to watch season one episodes, hmm. what I think I go back and watch are plot related episodes to yeah. remind me, like, oh, this is setting up for season two and three. You know. So. Um, I did like this episode, but I agree. I think it's a little stiff. Yeah. It's really heavy. Child very abuse heavy. and suicide is very just like, yeah. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. But you know what? Next week, we're getting back to it. Back yeah. To the, back to the freaks of the weeks. Back, back to, the, to it. the super freaks of the weeks, I think. Yeah. If what if this episode is what I think it is. Yeah. I kind of want to ask you both what you think this episode is. But I want Travis to go first. All right. What's it called again? The Benders. The Benders. I, I, I kind of want to guess your answer. So my guess of what Mr. Short's uh, description of next week's episode, The Benders, is that Sam and Dean run into bending or Bender bending Rodriguez and his family. <laughs> so... So shenanigans ensue. Sam and Dean are going to find a person. What kind of person? And he's wearing a long coat and a hat and some sunglasses. And they're like, hey man, how's it going? And the dude is like, oh, you know, it's fine. And then the guy takes off his coat and hat and sunglasses, and it turns out that he's, like, an invisible dude. And they're like, well, that's pretty weird. And then uh, there's this kid that's like, hey, that's pretty weird. And then Sam and Dean have to pull out a Men in Black neuralizer and erase the kid's memories so he doesn't remember seeing this really weird thing. Well... You know what? <laughs> Maybe. That was the most concise description you've given yet. Yeah, that was a really <laughs> short one. I don't know if that's going to happen, but if it does, we'll talk about it next week yeah. on Hey Ass Butt. We will. Have My fun and don't die. My name is Ari. Die. You can find me at Ari the Spy on Instagram and Twitter. You can find Hey Ass Butt at Habcast. Habcast on Instagram and Habcast on Twitter. Yep. Or email us at heyassbuttpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. My lovely co-hosts are... I'm Travis Short. You can find me at Actually Tall. Uh, and uh, find Habcast at, at Habcast. At I already did it, Travis. Habcast you don't have to do it again. Habcast. At Habcast at Habcast yeah. at Habcast. I'm Ben Tarkmiller. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Fluffy Bunnies. And you can find us at Habcast. That's H A B. Also, if you if you come if you find uh, if you go to Ultimate Guitar and view, <laughs> go go there. I, I legitimately want people to try to find it because 
Like, I mean, even if you're on Twitter long enough, you can fucking find it. And I'll, uh, I'm, no, I'm not going to write it down for you guys. No, I'm going to make gonna, you guys find it. No, we're going to, oh, come on, write it down so we can guess what it says. Um, we'll, we'll not do it live. We won't record this. But yeah, so uh, tweet at me if you think you found it, and I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. I think that'd be really fun. It's be a good and time. then once you, uh, once you find it, you can find a lot of much more embarrassing YouTube videos of me. So like his live journal. It's uh, not my live journal. Just kidding. But uh, <laughs> I was ju- wrong. Let's just let's start this as an Easter hunt, an Easter egg hunt for the things that I used to do on the internet that's slightly embarrassing at this point, really, but they're still there, so I'm going to put it on you listeners to do it. All right. That sounds good. So I'm excited to see what you guys find. Yeah. (laughs) Send it to me. me Send it to me, please. (laughs) Don't send it to me. Just send it to Ari. She'll send it to me. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We'll be back. Have fun and don't die. And until next time. We've been hear a pun someone told me yes and it was it was told to me in the form of a question yeah uh you know the things that um they're like a fork and you hit them and they go ding is that a pitchfork or a tuning fork (laughs) yes and i was just like and the person who was asking me this was, like, asking it in full earnest. Like, what is it called? But I, I couldn't answer them right away because I looked at them and I just said, did you just tell me a fucking pun? <laughs> and she was like, no, I need to know the answer, please. 